Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, your home for all things chompy boys. My name is JD and one half of the content boys, but we brought in a ringer. Seth of Locked on Wild, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing terribly because, no, I'm kidding. Uh, doing great. I mean, eighth win in a row for the Wild. We're going to dive into it here, but... On a night in which the Minnesota Vikings almost found a way to blow a 29-point lead, the Wilds gave up two goals, didn't quite blow up the lead, so I'm glad they learned from the lesson that the Vikings almost taught them. Uh, The Sharks couldn't find any offense, but yeah, we'll dig into this game here in just a second. Enjoy our show music today, Seth. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A little funky, right? Get yeah. funky with it. I like that. It's a little jarring when you hear other hosts, like you go on <laughs> other shows and you hear their music and it's not yours for a second. You're like, what is going on here? Yeah. Did I press the wrong button? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Sharks lost five to two, um, in a game, which I don't know. It was like the first two periods. It was just all wild. They did whatever they want. Um, they did a great job of of shutting down the Sharks offense and not getting like, uh, those grade A chances. And then in the third period, the Sharks, they, uh, brought out the line blender. Uh, Tomas Hurdle took his rightful spot on the top line with Darlene and Meyer and the Sharks found a bunch of offense, but they just weren't able to uh, scratch out enough goals there to c- catch up. So the Wild, they're a great team. And like, you can't go down 3 nothing against the Wild, can you, Seth? No. And, you know, it's been so funny. Pretty much all season long, we've got these three puzzle pieces where it seems like the Wild have two good periods. And they have a period in which the other team, as we saw tonight, is able to kind of get back into the game. Now, early in the season... It was other teams really good, period one. Wilds, two and three. And they get mm-hmm. comeback wins a bunch. And now we're seeing like the Wilds win period one. Other team maybe wins period two or wins period three. But, you know, it's I, I think it's just a really good indicator as to just how far this team has come from even the last two or three years in that I don't know that they win a bunch of those games early on in the season where they have to try to come back. And this year they did. And now we're seeing them get to where they can hold a lead. And uh, I mean, no consequence <laughs> that uh, they're on an eight game winning streak and a nine game point streak because they're just, they're playing some really good hockey right now. And it, it makes it really tough on your opponents, no matter if you're playing Edmonton or Arizona. If you get out to an early lead, that puts so much pressure on the other team to try to come back. And as we saw tonight, you often run out of time trying to complete that comeback. Yeah, and that's that's been the Sharks' mo too. Is especially for because like the Sharks and Wilder, just their whole offense is very different. Where the Wilder just kind of they're going to keep shooting, 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 and they usually outshoot their opponents. They're going to give up a ton of shots, but they're going to you know they're going to just run you out the building. Well, the Sharks have been a much more like we're going to go for the quality over quantity. And usually if they get that 
that early lead, their defense has been much better this year where they can kind of hold it down and they, they try to keep it, you know, if keep it clean for Reimer or Hill, but you know, this team, like with the sharks where they just don't have the, the pieces to be able to continue to, to come dig themselves out of these leads. And, you know, I thought Hill tonight was okay. Uh, that third goal was definitely uh, on the, was definitely not a goal that he probably wanted to keep. So that's, he's been having trouble with that glove hand. And again, the, the wild, uh, you know, took advantage of that, but you know, he did make a couple of saves when he needed to, but again, it's just, it's, we would really like probably prefer to have seen James Reimer tonight, but he's been, uh, we we're assuming he has the poops uh, for the past week. So uh, he's hopefully we'll be back for this stars game on Saturday, but you know, it's like with Hill where it's, it's we've gotten this roller coaster with him where it's like eat for even periods of period where he'll be amazing one period and then just let him in or yeah, it's just, if you're going to play that type of game where you're trying to play sound defense, you need to have sound goaltending and Hill just wasn't, sound tonight yeah and on the uh on the flip side with cam talbot he has been really good um over the course of this winning streak and he's now uh, on a six game winning streak himself and a stat that was brought up in the game against the oilers that i thought was really fascinating because i, I think we've seen this be the reason that uh, the wild early on in the season were giving up as many goals as they were the Wilds have the fewest shot attempts in the NHL on rebounds in, in the entire NHL, which tells me that, you know, over the last, we'll say nine games, but it's been a little bit longer than that. Over that span, Cam Talbot has been able to handle the pucks a lot better. And if he isn't able to, the defense, Brodeen, Spurgeon, Merrill, Kulikov, whoever it may be, the defense is doing a good job of picking up the puck and getting it out from in front of the net, which, you know, we did see it tonight in, uh, there was an, uh, the power play the, goal, the second one. Yeah, the hurdle goal was that was a rebound goal, and that yep. hurdle's going to kill that every time. So, And that's been, that's been the thing that has been kind of the Achilles heel for the Wild this year is that there have been some times where Talbot can't quite handle the first shot attempts, and it just takes, you know, a weird bounce to a fortuitous spot and the other team's able to cash in. And so happens tonight, but didn't end up being anything that the, the Wild couldn't overcome. And over the last two, three weeks, they've been really good in that area. So um, had a lot of fan, a lot of Wild fans on Twitter who uh, within the first couple weeks of the season were saying, you know, Maybe we need to do something, try to find somebody other than Cam Talbot, but he has really picked up his pace uh, over the last uh, probably 12 or 15 games. Yeah, and we saw even the the first goal that Hill gave up was a rebound Hill that was uh, perfectly placed, and, you know, like sometimes those goals do happen. But, yeah, that's one where it's like you would have rather have seen Hill, like, eat the puck there, and that's that's something that he struggled with too is those rebounds or just icing the puck and lending the, you know, the – the wild continue to stay, have momentum in the offensive zone. And that's something where like for Aiden Hill, if he wants to kind of take his job back from Reimer when Reimer's back, he needs to clean that stuff up because Hill would have probably have saved that or at least stopped the rebound. So, but before we go on, I know the Sharks have a big game against the stars this weekend. Uh, the wild, who do they have up next? So for the Wilds, they uh, continue what is just a meat grinder of a week 
the four-game swing on the West Coast. Uh, the Wild will actually play the Los Angeles Kings on Saturday, and then they finish up with the Vegas Golden Knights on Sunday. So West Coast gonna, starts for me all week. Let's go. Yeah, so they're probably going to need to kind of, uh, you know, get that energy back. And you know what I would reach for? I'd reach for a Bilt Bar. Oh. So Bilt Bar, I know it's the holiday season. Sometimes you get a little, you know, worried about like all, all the desserts and all the extra food you're reaching for. Or sometimes you just get tired from all the like shopping and all the all the holiday stuff you got to do dragging the kids around to go see lights and all that stuff and sometimes you just need that little snack to get you the day and that's where bill bar comes in they have so many flavors like raspberry mint brownie cherry double chocolate cookies and cream peanut butter brownie my personal favorite i like the uh the coconut and the uh, cherry barcia but they give you extra full with the extra fuel you need without all the calories um, so that's why Built Bar is the place to go. Head over to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off at Built.com. JD, I don't know about you, but I have been hearing a lot about Stance recently it might have something to do with the fact that they just launched a new line of uh, active apparel and Christmas is coming up I know somebody in your family is one of those people that has those socks they've had for like 15 years with the hole in the toe that you just keep going back and back to well Stance has you covered because not only do they have a very comfortable line of socks shirts joggers hoodies etc uh, they also have sweet themed items. Some of the themes include The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Batman, Major League Baseball, the NHL. So if you are looking for a great gift to give that special someone in your life, look no further than Stance Apparel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. So I think the big... The big difference between the, the Sharks and the Wild tonight was, I think, the special teams, right? And that was, like, Kyle and I talked about this, where the Sharks coming off of the Calgary game, where their special teams was perfect. They scored two, they were two for two on the power play, and they kept Calgary off. And the Wild's power play hasn't been very prolific this year, so this this is where we thought the Sharks would definitely have an advantage. But you give up two, two goals, and that kind of ends up being the difference with the game right there, right? Yeah, I think so, and it's crazy to me that you can have a team who is like 28th in the power play coming into this game, and you look at it and you're like, it hasn't really hurt them per se. I mean, if let's say, for example, if the Wild would have lost to Edmonton, I would have been able to point right at a 5-on-3 that the Wild had that they didn't score on as a potential spot that, well, if they lose this game, that's why, but... Mm -hmm. This team's been just, they've been so good in five on five situations all season long so that, you know, when power play opportunities come up and they don't score, you're like, 
eh, they'll just get a goal. I don't need that. Yeah, they'll just get a goal when the opposing player comes off the bench anyway. But tonight, um, I think we're going to start to hopefully see the numbers even out a little bit uh, for this wild team. And uh, Kevin Fiala, who has been as unlucky as any player in the NHL all season, he has more post hits than post serial does uh, (laughs) this season. And it's just post after post after post after post got, uh, got his pointless streak snapped tonight. And, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things where another way that this team found uh, a way to win, uh, this time courtesy of uh, a really nice power play. Yeah, and the Sharks' penalty kill has been really good this season. And, but, yeah, you could just see those slot uh, passages, and the Sharks just had no answer. And then uh, Jacob, superstar Middleton, who's, you know, we've definitely turned around on, you know, before like, coming into the season. And he, he's been very good. Just had a brutal night with the three penalties getting called, and you know that that happens sometimes. You know, and you're you're gonna have those nights, but yeah, that's where you like to see your the defense, you know, the penalty kill try to pick you up there. But um, you know, and then like the Sharks kind of had some wasted opportunities. I, I'd say that second power play was definitely not their best power play for the Sharks, where it was just you know the Wild did a really good job of keeping the Sharks. You know, every time they try to get set up, they would break it up and. You know, and the Sharks just had troubles sustaining offense, whether it was on a power player on five on five all night until the, or at least through the first two periods. And yeah, I, I think that was the difference. And, you know, we knew the, the game plan was going to be the Sharks are going to just have to hold on five on five and then try to do something on the special teams. And you, you can't lose the five on five battle and lose the special teams battle and expect to win. So. Yeah, uh, the, one of the things that I I was interested in as well in watching was Jared Spurgeon's return to the ice. Um, obviously, somehow the Wild uh, rattled off seven straight wins without him, which is crazy. And he comes back. You and, in theory alert? I, I mean, you'd think that they would have a little bit of a uh, a drop in production, but uh, evidently not. And you know the thing that. Um, thing that I enjoy so much in just watching is how much of a pest Spurgeon and Brodeen are and how much they how easily they pursue opposing players with the puck and you know whether it be Spurgeon or Brodeen they just have such a knack to push people off of the route that they're intending to go and detour them from passing or or trying to get a shot off on net and so that was really fun to see that back for the Wild tonight because as good as Jordy Ben has been filling in, you're not going to probably get that for an entire season's worth of play. So no. great to have Spurgeon back, and it's just it's just fun to watch those two hounds just go nuts um, trying to tr- track down opposing players. They were on their A game tonight. Yeah, and you saw that too where like – through the first two periods, the Sharks had uh, two high danger chances, um, like on five on five, and it's just that's because like they just literally couldn't get anything established in front of the net there, and that's where the Sharks have been able to make their their hay all season is make getting, you know, if you're not gonna have a lot of chances, you need to have those quality chances, and the Sharks just unable to get that going until the third period, and then you saw the heat map finally explode there, but I mean it was it was just brutal where they. You know, and, and, and even the whole offense too in the first two periods, I felt like if Timo Meyer wasn't providing any sort of offensive spark, 
there just wasn't anything. And, you know, Timo has been a, a beast this year and just the way he's been able to kind of put the team on his back when he needs to, and, you know, just drive to the net and it doesn't matter who's there. He's just going to take that guy on. But yeah, it's been, it was just tough where it was just like Timo's doing everything he can. And then, you know, the next line rolls out and it's nothing happens and then nothing happens, then nothing happens. Then, okay, Timo's out again and let's try to get some <laughs> offense here again. So, yeah. Uh, it's just the juggernaut team, 8-0-1, most points in the NHL somehow. I'm running out of things. To, I'm running first out of things to power say. Rankings? Maybe. I keep trying. I keep trying <laughs> to get them there. I'm trying to will them to the top. If you're like me, maybe a little bit of a degenerate, and you wanted to bet on if the Wild could be first on your power rankings, Seth, where would you go to? You know, if I was to bet, I would probably take my talents to BetOnline.ag. Of course, because. They've got you covered for all props and odds and lines that they've had ever before. As football season continues the march to the playoffs, Seth and I both fans of heartbreaking teams. Uh, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Quick side note. I don't know if there is a roller coaster as much as there is live betting a Minnesota Vikings game. Oh, I there is... You could not pay me to bet on the yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I my so Kyle and I are actually facing each other in fantasy this week. I have Dalvin Cook. Ooh. Um, I started Dalvin Cook even though he was a little a little banged up. Great decision by me to start Dalvin Cook. So in another league, I started Ben Roethlisberger because uh, I had Jalen Hurts on by. Little worried, but that second half. <laughs> so feeling fine in the second half. Feeling fine in the second half. So yes, uh, I should defeat Kyle pretty handily this week and take number one, two spots in our 16 team league. So I'm very excited to beat him. So, but uh, what would you say is your kind of big takeaway from this game to kind of wrap it up? And then we will get to our Seth is going to fill in for our three fries of the week, Seth. So yes, not stars. We do fries around here. I like that. Um, I think my biggest pull from this game is that we may have finally gotten to the start of the next Kevin Fiala hot streak. He has far and away had uh, way too good of a season to only be stuck on four goals so far this year. And if I know anything about Kevin Fiala's scoring over the last couple of seasons, they come in bunches. And so Mm -hmm. a goal tonight, does he score on Saturday? Does he score on Sunday? I'm going to say four games in a row for Kevin Fiala with a goal starting tonight. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, we saw that with Tomas Hurdle, who had like a six-game uh, streak where he didn't score, and now he's scored six goals in the past three games. So sometimes when that first one goes in and it's just that weight comes off, and then all of a sudden they start going, you know. But I think my big takeaway is the the Sharks, they need to find a way to get their offense going. You know, they, you can't wait till that third period and just be like, 
let's let's flip around some lines and stuff like that um you know i i think the sharks have been pretty steady with their like top nine i think that right now it might be time to flip some guys and i think it starts with that hurdle hurdle needs to take that spot from couture and you saw they flipped it a little bit um you know against calgary and they scored a goal right away they flipped it tonight Darlene scores a goal right away off a, a nice deflection from Eric Carlson and hurdles just a better player than Couture is right now. And I, I think we need to see that line. If you're that line needs to, to produce and you know, it's if I think, and even LeBanc who's been on the fourth line, he played pretty well tonight after getting scratched, maybe try him on that second line with Couture. We've seen LeBanc Couture have chemistry in the past. So I would, I think they're probably going to be a lot of line juggling going into the Dallas game on Saturday. And please James Reimer come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Seth. So our three fries of the week, it's just like three stars, but it's a long running joke on the locked on sharks podcast of, uh, that started about in and out fries. Anyway, First of all, what are your three favorite fries? So, oh boy, your crazy Midwest fries, your Culvers, and all that stuff over there. Um. Oh, this is a great question. Well, I think my I think my top. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off board slightly. I'm going with uh, the Chick Fil A waffle fries. Those are so good. Yes. That's my top. Um, with the Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah. Yes. That's a, that's a must. Um, after that, I think I'm going to go Raising Cane's as my second. And I'm going to go – it's been an eternity since I've had them. Um, but I'm going to go with Wendy's because – as as long as a Frosty is included. You get the Frosty with it. That's – yes. All right. That's that's a solid. I'll give you that. Now you're definitely a little bit off the board with those, but you know those are solid. I can't disagree with those. So, um, all right. Who is your third star of the week? Third star of the week. Okay. I'm going to go with Kirill Kaprizov, who continues his point streak um, after the low start. Um, Kaprizov, like 30 points. Now. <laughs> yeah. He's been just, he's been just insane over the last, uh, probably 15 games. I think in fact, he has something like 30 points in his last 15 games or just some just absurd number like that. And had a couple of goals, had the empty netter tonight to, uh, finish off the scoring. And so I'm going to go Kirill Kaprizov star number three. I'm going to go a little off the board here. I'm going to give it to the Arizona Coyotes. Because they're just like us, and they forget to pay their bills sometimes. <laughs> and you know, it happens to the best of us. It's the holidays. You're you gotta buy your gifts. I'm sure, like you gotta buy gifts for all the the people who work there. And you just, you know, you forget about that credit card bill sometimes. Then you get the the the, the mail the next month, and you're like, I'm an idiot. So, yeah, they're, my they're, um, they're just my, like us. My not paying the uh, my last phone bill was a clerical error. Yes. So. Auto pay coyotes, it's, you know. <laughs> All right, who's your second star of the week? Bruce Boudreaux. The mm. Vancouver Canucks have figured out again how to win, and Bruce Boudreaux provided the soundbite of the week. The Wild were staying in Vancouver, and uh, there was a fire alarm pulled. I think both teams are staying at the same hotel. There was a fire alarm pulled. 
Boudreaux, Boudreaux heard it. He was on like the 15th floor, and he said, and I quote, I don't smell smoke. There's no way I'm going down 15 flights of stairs. I'm going to chance it. <laughs> That's amazing. He, you could see like the the building burning down and him just walking out of the ashes like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, my second star of the week, uh, Eric Carlson. Um, that man, he just he's so good right now, and I think we're gonna start to hear a little bit of the Norris chatter for Eric Carlson coming up soon because. What he's doing right now, um, it's this is you could argue it's it's the best that we've seen him in San Jose, um, at least at least since his groin injury. Um, he just the way he provides the offense, and he's been between him and Timo, he has been the engines for the Sharks right now. And you know he cut his hair, he gained the power of Ragnarok, and he's just been on fire. For the first star of the week for me, I'm going Cam Talbot in his last six starts. He has given up 11 total goals, and those have come against the likes of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Edmonton Oilers. Pretty good. Pretty good teams, and tonight's game against the San Jose Sharks, two goals allowed on the night, and so Cam Talbot. Pretty mute. (laughs) I tip my cap to thee for uh, just continuing to get it done, Um, solidifying that goalie spot that people were worried about at the start of the season. My number one star, it's Tomas Hurdle. He's having fun again. You know, there was there was the you know he during his scoreless streak where he just didn't look like he was having fun. You know, it kind of looked upset. But yeah, like I said earlier, you hit you find that get that first goal and then just the weight comes off and scoring six goals in three games is a uh, that's pretty nice. So yeah, um, I expect Hurdle to continue keeping it going because um, especially if he gets to play with Darlene and Timo, and that would be great. And we could just watch Hurdle burn down the league for a little while. So and please, no, oh not please, to the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've already I've already been getting it on Twitter. So yes, you're get in line. There's a lot of people who want to watch hurdle services. Well, and here's like, here's, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go full episode on this notion coming up soon because I just had a friend ask me about this tonight. And yes, I'm going to say on record, I would love for the wild to make a big time acquisition to further. What is clearly a legitimate run that they're going to go on this season. But at the same time, I'm at the point where I'm like, who are you pulling out? Of the, I mean, obviously, if they get a top line center, they're gonna they're gonna make some yeah. roster moves. But like this team, just the, as they're currently constructed, they just continue to get it done. Yeah. So I, I mean, having that that because like when the Sharks made their run, that was their thing. Was when you had Kotor, who was like at his peak. You had Hurdle, and then you had Joe Thornton, who was if Joe Thornton's your third line center at like, and he's still putting up a point per game at the age of 36. Like those are how those championship teams are won or that they're having that middle where you just, you can't, there's no easy, uh, no easy shifts against those, those middles. But I think this will be, as we get close to the trade deadline, this will be uh, fun. I think we'll have to have people come on and pitch their best how much hurdle package. So, Ooh. Yeah, you can start with the first or Marco Rossi, and then we'll, we'll talk. So, because if not, I'm gonna go. I'm going straight to the abs and saying I want that new hook kid. So, yes. oh boy, we can't let that happen. Nope. All right, Seth. Thank you for joining us. Um, where can the people find you and all your great work? 
Follow Locked on Wilds wherever you listen to podcasts. We're active on social media and gearing up for some new things coming in 2022. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel as well. And uh, you can follow me at Seth Topes. Uh, I am extremely active during wild game days and also tra- games. and also <laughs> trashing the Vikings like it's my day job. So um, enjoy the tweets. Make sure to hang out with us. Uh, also, going to have a mailbag episode uh, coming up here soon. So make sure to head over to the Locked on Wild YouTube page to get in on that. Nice. Uh, you can, of course, find us with our Locked on Sharks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I know you like the banners. I I'm gonna, I assume I'm going to see the banners on the Locked On Wild uh, YouTube here real soon. So, uh, yeah, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, where I'm posting all of our stuff. Uh, Twitter, where we're the most active, and we should post nonstop because that's what we do. Um, you can follow me at my fry hole, Kyle, who's off on a date with the Aussie, is at uh, Kyle Demetrius. Um, thank you for making us your first listen. Go check that out Locked On Bets. Uh, check out Locked On Stars if you want to get caught up. Um, so Dane does a good job. And we'll catch you guys on Monday.